the first definition of a mother is to bring up a child with care and affection. We mother at home, in the classroom, as therapists, as case managers, and mentors. I'm Christian, a mother of three at home, a mother of the teen girls that I mentor, and a mother of the hundreds of students I've had in my 10 years of teaching. Passing the Crown podcast was created for the mother in you. Join me here bi-weekly as we tackle topics that will help us help build the next generation of strong, amazing young women. Hey sisters, thank y'all for joining me today on this episode of Passing the Crown podcast. Today, we are going to jump into a conversation on how to communicate with our daughters without crossing friendship boundaries. Because we want to talk to them. We want them to trust us. You know, we want to have some good open communication, but we don't want to be misunderstood. Okay, that we're not the quote unquote little friend. So in this episode, we are going to talk about how We can keep communication open with the daughters and young ladies in our lives, but still maintaining our adult I'm the mama role. So join me in on the conversation, sisters. Quote this, sisters. I am the mom of this relationship and I will keep my mom role intact by the way I handle myself as I am engaging with my daughter. How did I learn this? My first years of teaching, a lot of the older teachers would make comments about my students not respecting me the way that they should respect their teachers. One person even told me, you acting like they friend and you're not their friend. They need to know that. So of course, I didn't understand the attitude that I have with my students, I'm always, I'm always going to be myself. I'm going to laugh with us. I'm going to joke with us. I said I'm going to laugh and joke with us. I'm going to laugh with y'all. I'm going to joke with y'all. We're going to get our work done. Don't get me wrong. But we're going to have fun while we're doing it just because that's me. When I first started teaching, I was 23 years old. And I started off in seventh grade. So, of course, my students were anywhere from 12 to 14. One of my teacher mentors came in my room one day and she noticed how I engaged with the kids. She said I was talking to them like I'm their big sister. And of course, at first, I'm like, well, I don't get what's wrong with it uh, because we're learning. Like we on the same level. They understanding what I'm on. I understand what they on. They understanding what I'm on. And she let me know. But y'all are not on the same level. Look at the way you're talking to them. What y'all over here doing? How come y'all y'all not even doing what I asked y'all to do, but y'all over here running y'all's mouths? That's how you're saying it, Miss Holland. When you want them to know that you're a teacher and you mean business and you're not their little friend, you're going to go up to them and say, oh, ladies, we should be doing the work that I just asked us to do on the board. Do you all need my help getting started? Or is there something else I can help y'all with to make y'all stay focused or to help y'all stay focused? When I was taught that, y'all, 
my mind literally opened up. I saw working with that mentor, how the way that I talked and approached the kids, that prompted the way they responded and how they responded to me. What I learned was that I have to maintain my teacher role in order to get through to the kids how I want slash need to. Yes, they were learning from me by me engaging with them the way that I was, but they weren't seeing me as a role model, as an example of something to model after. What I learned was I needed to change, not my personality or my presentation, but I needed to change my delivery, the way I packaged all of that up. So today, sisters, I have four tips on how you can maintain communication in your relationship with your daughters without crossing the friendship boundary. Let's jump into these four tips. Tip number one, sisters, use respectful language and tone. When we're engaging with our daughters or the young ladies that we work with, we want to make sure that we're talking in a mature tone without cursing and using language that the young people might use. Yes, we probably have come accustomed to using some of the words like I will say fact. You know, that's my word. I always say fact. And I'm not trying to be hip and just talking how the young people talk. That's just a word that I actually like to use. So it's okay to put your personality in the words that you use. But tip one, maintain a mature, respectful language and tone. So I'm not going to be engaging with my girls by using a whole bunch of curse words or a whole bunch of slang or talking about explicit nasty topics that might not be a good subject for a mom and a daughter. If I'm talking about something like gossip at school, perfect example, okay? So let's say, for example, my daughter comes to tell me about some gossip at her school. She's telling me about how she found out this girl is mad at her friend because the girl likes her friend. She's telling you all of this drama-filled story. Her friend might respond by saying, girl, you know that's, oh, I don't even know why they doing that because you know, she don't even like him in any way. The other day I saw their friend, girl, nuh-uh. Oh, girl, you just, oh, girl, you so silly. Girl, you messy. Oh my God, I don't even know why you told me that because, Okay, that's kind of how friends talk to each other, right? But if she's telling me this story and I'm her mom, then I might respond something more like, oh, well, have you tried to tell your friend? Maybe you should tell your friend like, hey, okay, I'm not trying to get into what you got going on, friend, but I think that he might, you know, okay. Oh, well, okay, well, thing number one, make sure you try to tell your friends don't act like this or maybe you should encourage your friends to do this you could also be a good role model for your friend you know because you do this thing what i should have noticed in those two different examples is option a when i was acting like the friend i was feeding into the gossip i was feeding into the mess i'm i was calling her girl and things of that nature in the second option 
I was the mom and I was trying to offer up advice on how she could help in the situation if possible, how she could pass on knowledge to her friends. So thing one, use respectful language and tone. Sometimes when you need a little help, it can start a search and you're going to go searching for all of these great gems that are going to teach you what you need to know so that you can be the best at what you're trying to do well sisters your search it ends here we have created the girl guide the facilitator's manual to working with teen girls click the link in the show notes to get your copy of the girl guide trust me you're gonna love it you'll read about topics from Dealing with compassion fatigue, dealing with difficult students, and even have activities on how to build confidence in girls. My friends, stop what you're doing now, go to the show notes, and download your copy of The Girl Guide, the facilitator's manual for working with teen girls. I know you'll enjoy No cursing, be mindful of the word choice, and be mindful of your tone. I'm not yelling at her. I'm not punishing her. I'm listening, and I'm simply providing advice or whatever knowledge or whatever information I want to give. Thing two, give guidance with experience. So I kind of talked on this in thing one when I mentioned us using a respectful tone and language and in addition to that like in my example I was trying to make sure that I gave my daughter insight and um, options on things that she could do positive things that she could do to kind of help the situation that her friend was going through we have to remember that we are the experts in the situation we've been through some things and we can offer up our experience to our daughters And let them know that, okay, I'm set apart because, yes, I want to talk to you and I want to communicate with you. But you come to me as a person with experience that I could get advice from that can help me be better or do better in this situation. So when we're responding with experience, this is going to show my daughter, hey, I've been there. I've done that. I failed in this way. I tried in this way. And it worked out this way for me. Based off of what I've went through, maybe you should try it like this. Maybe you could try this. Thing three, be a good listener. Don't overreact to things that you hear them saying. Think about sometimes when you talk to your friends, right? If you're telling your friend a story, your friend might say, girl, girl, they did what? Oh, no, baby, because that couldn't have been me. Okay, like sometimes when we're having conversations with our friends, my friend might be the one that pop off and I might be the one that's level headed. You know, like even our friends, if my friend is the calm, level headed one, sometimes my friend knows me. So she's still going to say some crazy stuff that might get me all crunk and worked up. Like, girl, you right. You man. Ooh, ooh, girl, you so right. That's beautiful. That's my friend job. But when I'm acting as a mom as a parent, as a mentor, I want to make sure that when they're giving me information, I'm being a good example on how to take 
in information, even when it's information that you don't like. So if I hear her say something that's kind of tough for me, I might say, mm, okay, okay, we're going we gonna to have to talk through that. We're going to have to think through that, okay? But come on, keep telling me. We, I'm okay. I'm okay. Keep telling me whatever you have to tell me. Thing three, be a good listener. Thoroughly listen to what they're saying, how they're feeling, and do not re and do not overreact to things that you hear that ignite certain negative emotions in you. And lastly, sisters, think four, be a good role model. That's always a tip. How can I be a good role model when I'm trying to communicate and not be a friend? She will pay attention to how you are communicating with other people, how you are responding to other people when they are communicating with you. She's going to notice all of that. So in every instance, in every example, Make sure that when you're communicating with people, you are making sure that you are using respectful language and a tone, especially when you're around your daughter. You're going to make sure that you're giving guidance with experience. And even when you're on the phone with your friends, with your parent, she's going to be watching that. So make sure that you're engaging in positive ways. Sisters, you got this. You are already a good role model because you keep coming and trying and showing up. In this episode of Passing the Crown podcast, we talked about how to maintain open good communication with our daughters without crossing a friendship boundary. Because we want to love on them. We want to talk to them, but we don't want to be their little friend. Recap of the four points quickly before we leave, sisters. Thing one, please, please use respectful language and a tone. Be mindful of how you are giving info. Thing two, give guidance with experience. Show them how you've been there and how you grew. Thing three, be a good listener. Don't overreact. Thing four, be a good role model. Show them how you communicate well in other relationships that you are holding. Show them what that looks like. Please, sisters, join me in a prayer. Lord God, we come to you and we just ask that you please give us the right words. Give us the right ways. Sometimes when we want to communicate with our daughters, oh God, we can get a little stuck. We don't know how to show up or how to perform. We want to talk to them so bad and to engage with them so bad oh God that sometimes we might try to go to their level to show them that we're fun that we're exciting that we're hip we cool we can do this thank you oh God for taking that out of us thank you oh God for giving us the confidence of who we are to know that our daughters do want to engage with us Thank you, O God, for giving us the mindset on how we can engage with our own individual daughters. Give us insight on how to push through and how to manage and how to work on ourselves so that we can be better communicators for our daughters, O God. Thank you for walking with us. Thank you for being in us. Thank you for blessing our daughters, O God, and the young ladies that we work with. Thank you for protecting their minds their bodies, oh God. Thank you for having them 
for giving them the courage and the confidence they need to push forward. Thank you for building trust between us, communication between us, and relationships between us, oh God, so that we can have strong mother-daughter relationships. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for showing us your way, oh God. Lord, we love you, we thank you, and we need you. Thank you for keeping communication in our relationships open. Thank you for keeping the communication in our relationships godly, oh God. Thank you for having your way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, sisters, for being here. I hope that you all have enjoyed listening to this episode just as much as I have enjoyed making it and talking through it. Before I let you all go, I would love to bring your attention to the show notes. In the show notes, ladies, you will find our girl guide, a facilitator's manual to working with teen girls. In this girl guide, you will get information about compassion fatigue, SEL, how to build self-esteem in the daughters and the young ladies that you are working with. Friends, the girl guide is a must. So go to the show notes and click the link so that you can download a girl guide so that you can have it with you anytime you need to, you know, just pull up. The girl guide can be found in the show notes. Thank you, ladies. It's been fun. Y'all have a great week. Until next time, be blessed. Bye, ladies.